What hey up? Yo. What up, everybody? Hey. How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? Look at us. Look at us. Just look at us. <laughs> Starting a new, a new chapter in the Monday saga. In the Monday saga. Mellow Monday. <laughs> well, j- just like the little thing I shared today. It's just new names and vibe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, I feel like we're going to explain it and then everybody's going to hop in and we're going to have to re-explain it. <laughs> you know? Like what the true shift is well, from we- Mental Health Monday to <clears throat> Mellow Monday. We can get to that then in a second, I guess. Uh I like, you know, I know I said this last week, but I like your new setup. Thank you, man. Yeah. And, I like uh, it, too. It's getting more interesting. Will be more interesting uh, in the coming days. I got more stuff on the way in the mail right now. I love it. I love it. I'm glad to be back at home in my space. Everything looking new, looking fresh. So yeah. it feels good. Yeah, dude, it always feels good. I'm not really one of those two like material possessions sort of people, but like it does yeah. feel good to like spruce it up uh, for the longest time. Uh, it's like I was explaining to Bell the other day for the longest time, you know, all, all of this stuff has just been in my room. So now I get to like throw it all out around right. the house. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's Spread weird. Out a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, but it's, it's dope at the same time. So I'm having fun with it. Yeah. Um. Well, so should we just get into it? You can get into it, bud. Let's get into it then. Well, you know, so like you said, we're changing up the name, but it's the same vibes. Mondays are still for the mind, but now we're doing Mellow Monday rather than Mental Health Monday, because uh, uh, well, we think we were getting a little redundant with the mental health and. With us not being professionals, we could always have people on the show and stuff like that. And, but we felt like we were having a lot of the same conversations. And mm-hmm. uh, there are many different ways to get that mind right. So we figured we'll just make Mondays mellow. And uh, we'll just chill. We'll vibe. We'll talk. Um, and just, you know, we'll still have guests. We'll still talk about mental health. Uh, all that good stuff. But, uh, yeah, just to broaden the show a little bit. Broaden her out. Yeah, get some new guests so that, you know, we might go worldwide. Who knows? Get people (laughs) from all over the place on the show. This Uh, might be the start. (laughs) The start of something very big. Now, you never know. It could be more, you know, it it helps it. So when we do have a guest, it can be more, Mm -hmm. um, aim more directly at them, not really pertaining. Like we had MC Rhoda the other day. So like, you know. Yeah, we talked mental health with him. We talked depression. That's what his new album was about. But like, mm-hmm. even that conversation kind of like veered off into more of like a interview music, you yeah. know, type of conversation. So it's like, yeah, we don't. We're not professionals. We don't know what the hell we're talking right. about sometimes. So, so I'm sure we'll, you know, always pepper in our mental health on Mondays. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, now we can have broader conversations about whatever. Um. So yeah. Mellow Monday. <clears throat> Mellow Monday. Uh, I believe we had talked about uh, our theme for the week being like horror and mental health. Is that right? Something like that. Let's go with it. Let's do it. We ain't got, <laughs> we ain't got nothing else. Yeah, no. The only thing I was thinking in my, my head was like we need to have a 
a mellow out moment on Mondays where we tell people to mellow out on something. And I, I just feel like my mellow out, um, I saw today, um, the internet released the picture of for Sandman, uh, the upcoming Sandman show on Netflix of Joanna Constantine. And a lot of people are upset, you know, why, you know, they're bringing an old character up new and not just using John Constantine mellow out, man. Just, I, I love John Constantine as much as the next guy, but just mellow out, dude. I hear you. Let, let, let Joanna have a moment, you know? <laughs> I like this. Yeah. I think my mellow out moment for the week, um, been watching the Jurassic Park movies. Um, Jurassic Park fans, you mellow out. They're just movies about dinosaurs. It ain't all that serious. Very strongly opinionated people. See? Jurassic Park so, you boys need to mellow out. Crack yourself a, a Dr. Pepper. Enjoy the merchandising and just mellow out. It'd be even better if Mellow Yellow sponsored them. Sponsored Jurassic Park. That would be great. Or us. Or us. It might be a little too late. Comes out on Friday. Well, I mean, they could they could sponsor us now, Mellow Monday. Oh, Mellow Yellow. I would totally I'd totally be the face of Mellow Yellow. I don't give a fuck. Mellow Monday sponsored by Mellow Yellow. Yellow. (laughs) Unofficially unofficially sponsored by mellow yellow that's how we should pitch it right yeah well we should just constantly be drinking mellow yellows on on mondays (laughs) just make it seem that we are it's nice too because it should it's not right now but it should start raining here soon yeah so this is like let's get a bottle of the bubbly out and crack it this is an official mellow monday very very mellow. The rain always makes me mellow. I I feel that. I feel that very, very much mellowed out. But yes, we were talking horror, horror and mental health. You know, because it is it is it is interesting it? to me that we um, <laughs> cut that cut that. Uh, it, it's very interesting to me that we you know like use these you know if this happened in real life type shit and be crazy. Right. Um, images and video and you know video games and all sorts of stuff of horror as a as a way to escape our realities i don't know right. it's been interesting to me I, I mean i get it that it's a controlled fear you know what i mean yeah but it's just always like i don't know why i don't know why chainsaws and guts and and blood always just it, it just always did it for me yeah yeah i feel you i mean i've definitely seen the thing come up a lot about you know i've talked about it before with like my anxiety levels just kind of going up the less i watch horror movies and uh, like my real life anxiety you know like and uh i think it's definitely because of that controlled fear factor where it's like you're in a controlled environment you know it's just a movie all that shit um, and yeah, I don't know. It's easier to get over shit. You know, it's like, you know, yeah, I mean, there's fucked up stuff going on in the world, which scares me just as, as much, but it's like, at least I'm not getting like fucking chained up in a basement and hacked to pieces. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> oh no, I, I, might, I might be a silver linings kind of guy, but you know, that's I'm what not- it takes. 
I guess for me, it's always one of those. I I, I don't know. I, I like weird stuff. And yeah, you know, you brought up the world and our worldview, you know, it's it's, it's kind of looking grim. So when I look at this kind of stuff and I like zombies and ghosts and boogeymans and stuff like that, it's like, you know, maybe the bomb drops. I'll come back as a ghoul. You know, right. I'll, I'll still be here, but I'll just be a ghoul. Yeah. I think there's something to that as well. Like people who rock with horror rock with the afterlife in some way, shape or form, you know? And so I think that kind of gives people something, you know, yeah. like even if they're not religious, like they're like, well, exactly what you just said. Like I might come back as a, a ghost or a ghoul or a zombie or some shit, you know, it gives them something to ease that, you know, pain yeah. of death or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they used to scare the shit out of me when I was a kid, when I'd watch horror movies all, all day. Oh, and uh, I don't know, man. Like, th- like when I'm like looking back on life, those are some of the first memories, you know, that I can think yeah. of. Is like watching Nightmare on Elm Street with my sister on like a Saturday morning or how the USA Network always played uh, Friday the 13th marathons yeah. on Friday the 13th. Right, but, th- but then my parents they took it a step further because they'd make me like go through the haunted house with them. Yeah, you know this is back in the '90s when they were like, "Nah, you got to take that kid through with you." <laughs> so that's a lot of my early memories too, is being in a, a haunted house and being fucking no. terrified. <laughs> I just flipped a switch, you know. Like I wasn't uh, a horror kid at all until like. 2007 like late 2007 almost 2008 yeah uh just i i think it was rob zombies halloween was what kind of broke it but before that like i was like my my parents to this day joke about how i was uh scarred for life by goosebumps the haunted mask like it freaked me the fuck out i had my grandmother uh goosebumps is solid too by the way it is Goosebumps was probably my earliest introduction into horror, you know. Um, see, I could handle the books and shit. That was different. Like, I'd read all sorts of shit like that. But, like, when it came to watching it, like, it freaked it freaked me out. And then, um, like, I would catch glimpses of stuff that my parents were watching. And that was the stuff that, like, freaked me out the most. I feel like there's still shit to this day. It's because, like, I caught, like, a glimpse of the opening of Final Destination once. Like, I'm still, like, I ain't getting on a plane. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I saw that as a kid just for a moment. I'm sitting here watching this movie with my parents. Like, oh, these kids are going on vacation. How nice. And then that happens. I'm like, I'm out. I'm done. This is fucked up. And then I caught the part later where the chick gets hit by the bus. And, like, all of this, like, really, you know, had an impression. I was like, oh, my God, this is horrific. And then... In 2007 or eight or whatever, Rob Zombie's Halloween, I just dove in head first because uh, Phil actually was the one who got me into horror. He's responsible because he's like, yeah, I watched it. It's pretty good. You should you should check it out. So I did. And, you know, it's so brutal. And it's just such a extreme uh, horror movie that it's like right into the deep end because like right after that, I bought my dad. Uh, the Saul trilogy at the time, because mm-hmm. uh, I knew he fucked with them and stuff. So I, I got him those movies, and then I was like, "Well, I watched Rob Zombie's Halloween, so I'll give these a go." So I watched Saul. So that was like my intro. It was like Rob Zombie's Halloween, Saul, 
but just real hardcore shit <laughs> and uh, nothing was the same. You know? I feel that. I don't know if I told the story of how like I got into like being like cool with them and like, not being afraid of Chucky no more. I don't no. know if I ever said that. I don't know. I, I I'm I I pretty much put the pieces together what happened. See, when my parents used to watch like the scary movies when I was a little little kid, they'd be like, "Aaron, you can't be in the room. Man. You got to get out of the room and all this stuff." Well, so I remember seeing Child's Play for the first time, and the way I could piece it together is like when they throw Chucky in the place. My parents thought, "All right, Chucky's dead." What do you say? Yeah, Aaron, you come back into the room. And because that's that's the scene that I remember scared the fuck out of me is him coming back out of that fireplace, you know, alive or whatever, you know, and oh, man, no, I was gone. So and it went as far as like I remember having a dream where he cut me, Chucky cut me on the side yeah. when I was a kid. And then I actually got cut on my side like a few days later um, in the same spot. So I thought that was that was terrifying to me. I was like, ah, you know. He's like Freddy Krueger now. He's going to try to get me in my dreams, you know? And yeah, shit. yeah. But then I had this one dream, wild ass dream, and I still can remember it. Is like I was chilling in like a big city. I ain't never been big city chef at that time, you know? I was just a little right. guy. Um, big ass limousine pulls up, and Ch- Chucky gets out of the back, but he looks more like when, when Chucky on the Rugrats Charles Finster was like. Whenever he's all dressed up nice and has his hair all slicked back, yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's more what Chucky looked like to me and my perception at this time. But like, he's like, Aaron, you know, I don't just kill people all the time. I'm not that bad of a guy. And like, this entire dream is just like me and him hitting this arcade and shit. And he, I was like, damn, dude, this is actually really so fun. Funny. Yeah. And then like, after that, like, when I woke up, I was like, no, nah, you know, I can watch that. It's cool. Chucky's cool. Like, he didn't kill everybody, you know? Like, right. Not all of us. Maybe not me. I don't know. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, never had no fear of him or nothing again. Yeah. It's, it's wild, man. It's wild. The shit you forget when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Like my mom was telling me yesterday something about me. Um, we had this shed right next to it. We had we had a pool and we had a shed right next to it. Yeah. And she's like, I kept telling you kids, don't you fucking jump off that shed into the pool. And she's like, and you kept doing it one day and then you slipped and you fell down right by where like the pump was for like the chlorine and filter and stuff. And uh-huh. you hit your you hit your head on one of the blocks of concrete down there. And I'm like, yeah. I don't I was like, I don't remember that. And she's like, no, it happened and all this stuff. You were in I'm a like, coma for three weeks. <laughs> well, I was like, well, I guess the hit to the head probably cleared that memory right then and there. Yeah. He's like, I do not remember that one. But yeah, it's a trip. You know, I'm thinking on it now about like back in the day when I was a kid and reading like Goosebumps and stuff like that. Like I wasn't a big horror person. Um, but even as a kid, like those few horror stories I read and, you know, into my teenage years when I started getting really into like horror movies and stuff, I think all of those fed into these situations where like I growing up I was a very adventurous kid like I was very like let's play in the woods and like you know just make shit up and you know uh but I'd put myself in situations where it's like let's go ghost hunting or it's just shit like that you know what I mean or like maybe especially as little kids when we're like oh there's a monster 
over here and it's like shit like that but it's like we're gonna go over there because the monster's there it's a risk but we're willing to take it you know what i mean because you're yeah. like yeah you see these horror movies or something like it even like the kids that like something like the goonies or something you know what i mean yeah. and it's like it enables you to face those fears you know like you're even as a kid there's like there's goonies a, is like, big there's a monster over there but we should we should go we should face down this monster we should give it a go you know did you have an imaginary friend growing up i had a lot of imaginary friends growing up but my my main my main guy was casper um my parents told me this story (laughs) and um i was like oh yeah that's right like i i remember casper he was my og imaginary best friend and i fucked with him so hard we were um in Tennessee, when I was like really little, like looking for a place, and we were going to these open houses and stuff, and we went to this one, and we left, and I start freaking out like down the road. I'm like, "Yo, yo, like Casper's back at the house. Like we got to go back and get him. Like he didn't get in the car." So they finally turned around and they went back. We pull up, and I just opened the door, and I closed it, and I'm like. He's in the car. We can roll. Like, I think I you've mean, told me that. Before. I think so. I think, yeah. Yeah. That's 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 good. That's so wholesome. You know, yeah, right? Like, isn't it? <laughs> it's so nice that your parents drove back there to be like, God damn it! God, <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> it's very real to me. But you know what? Let me find out. I actually just had some little ghost boy for a friend. And I had no idea. I'm just like, it's just my imaginary friend, mom. We had, they told uh, me it was my imaginary friend. Well, I'm like, he's I, right here. <laughs> me <laughs> and I, I know it spread into my friends. We had black cat. That was the imaginary friend. Is just a black cat with a top hat. And, you know, in my yeah. imagination, that's, that's <laughs> my imagination of him was just like Mr. Peanut. Think Mr. Peanut, but just a black cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just just kicking it. It's wholesome in, its, in itself. Yeah. Mean, he, he got us into some fucking mischief. So don't let us, uh, don't let us. Sight, don't, let, you know. don't let the cat in the top hat fool you. Yeah, looks that, also, that also tracks. I mean, I've seen the cat in the hat. Exactly. If, if a cat comes along in a top hat, you know you're in for a time. Yeah, it was a play on that, but like darker because you know he's like here. He's like goth. He's he, he was he's like, emo. He's like somewhere between the cat in the hat and the fucking rabbit from Donnie Darko. Yeah, he's emo before <laughs> emo was a thing. I'm pretty sure he was the one that convinced us to smash the windows the one time. It's like, oh, oh, no, I'm kidding. I think that, that 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 just might be a demon. You might. Who knows? I'll never put that blame on my boy. Okay, Black Hat was a a saint, a saint. But uh, no, yeah, I don't know, man. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't really. As far as horror goes, to get, to bounce us back on topic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I can't really pinpoint when like I dove into being like I really fuck with this. I really like this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because like I've talked about how like I remember seeing Scream when I was like nine years old. That scared the shit out of me. You <laughs> yeah. know, uh I remember <laughs> we went and saw the Blair Witch Project when it came out. Oh, and shit. on the way home, it was like dark, it was summer and whatnot. Um, it was like my it was me and my mother. And uh, my aunt, her sister, and my my sister, and they stopped outside of town by the woods, and they're like, "Come on, Aaron, let's go get into the woods." And I remember being like, "If you guys get out, I will drive. I don't know how to, but I am gone." Like, what the fuck? And and they were like, "No, we won't." But like, they used to. I I feel like they used to just love. I was that you know. I was always that getting so. That's probably why I got into it. it was because it always scared the fuck out of me all the time. Right. And uh, 
you know, to quote a, a great Owen Hart, you know, at some point you got to say, you know, you totally cut out whatever you just enough, said. I said enough is enough and it's time for a change. <laughs> You're like, like, the, like so-and-so said, and then you just like cut out and then you came back when you were done <laughs> and you're like, you know, <laughs> it's like, I don't, <laughs> I mean, Owen Hart said a lot of good things. He probably, he probably had a moment of silence at some point that he didn't say anything on a microphone. So he just walked away. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't like, I know like when I got into like the whole, um, you know, insane clown posse juggalo mm-hmm. thing, you know, that the horror was like, it was well all in that. So I know for a fact, like yeah. around, you know, 15, uh, 16, I had that too with music as well around junior high, I guess. Um, well, it would have been getting into horror movies, got me into horror music. Cause I, uh, you know, got obsessed with Rob zombie after seeing Halloween. And so I just started, consuming all this Rob Zombie shit, his, whatever movies he had made at that point, which was only like the other two <laughs> at the, around that well, time. Well, see, I guess that's why it's unique for me because I but knew him I did, from, Yeah, knew you, from you knew him from music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, so I started getting super heavy into that. And uh, I always remember, it's kind of a side note, but I, I had this Rob Zombie t-shirt and um, I think I thought about it when we, when we had the religion episode not too long ago, but I totally wore that shirt to church, like with my aunt. They were like, oh, it's fine. I'm like, are you sure? Because <laughs> it feels fairly demonic to just be rolling up into a church with this like Rob Zombie shirt on. It's just like, well, it's like, okay, <laughs> if you no, say that's, so. That's funny. But, that's, yeah, that's I funny. fucked with it. Like, I, my, like my aunt, who's like pretty religious and stuff like that, she bought me like the... I forget which one it is. Um, it may have even been his like greatest hits, but I'm like sitting there with my CD player on, like listening to it. And I'm like, if she only knew what she just purchased me, she would be like, what in the hell? No, I vibe with that. Uh, I think the cringiest shirt I ever got in trouble for wearing to church was a limp biscuit t-shirt. <laughs> um, That's funny. Yeah. And it was like a, in like one night in Cambodia or something t-shirt and it had two nurses and their their butt cheeks were showing, and their nipples were hard, and I got in trouble. And I was just like, "Back off, dude! It's fucking one biscuit, you know." Like, yeah, yeah. But so yeah, now I'd slap the shit out of myself wearing that. Like, take it off, take it off. You don't want to wear that. God damn it, Shep. <laughs> God damn it, Aaron. <laughs> take the fucking one biscuit off. <laughs> There's your next uh, dad skit right there. <laughs> Going to church with yourself. God damn it, Aaron. <laughs> Take the limp biscuit off. <laughs> Get that fucking limp biscuit shirt off. But no, um But see, like, I don't know, man. Like, as far as music goes, like the first shit that I listened to that really I was like, damn, what it was Marilyn Manson Antichrist Superstar. Like, I remember when that came out. And that was just like, what the fuck is this? You know, as a kid, that's 1996. Again, nine years old, I believe is 96 or 95, 97, somewhere around there. That CD came out. And it was just insane, man. My dad, my brother, they fucking loved it. So I was hearing it all the time. And, you know, 
it was like that. And then I know like when my dad and my mom got divorced, my dad started dating this witch lady. Um, so there was that. So that was, that was a nice introduction, <laughs> you know? So that's right, what right, I, right. you know, like when it goes back to like, when I think like relating myself with horror in life, it's like, man, it's always fucking been there. Like, you know, ever since I can remember up until now, it's, it's, it's always been there. It's just like, I don't know. At some point I was just like, fuck it, dude. <laughs> I might as well embrace this if I'm always going to be around it and start. Yeah. I'm glad I did. Cause it's, um, I don't know. Horror. And the horror community is so interesting to me, you know, uh, you know, I almost find it interesting. I mean, that's not the, it's not to say there's not toxic horror fans out there, oh. but I feel like the horror community is for everything that horror can be is so like less toxic than like the, the superhero communities and shit like that. And it's just like, you know, it's one of those things almost feels like the, the Christianity Satanism thing where it's just like this Satanist over here has more spirit and faith than this christian over here but the christian's supposed to be the gold standard you know what i mean so it's like well and and horror's always been like weird you know when you think about it because like especially when you try to like relate it with superhero movies you know for the longest time like everybody was bitching like there's only there's only male heroes why it's only male villains and this and that whereas horror movies even back in the 80s and earlier you know you had the main person whooping ass by the end of it being a female lead and shit like that we had scream queens you know this whole time and shit like yeah so it's always been a very inclusive community i feel like um even with uh you know last week when we were rated like i've checked out some of their stuff on twitch a lot of the people who were here last week and uh, because you know i'm pretty oblivious to a lot of the twitch stuff um but even those communities, it's like, I've always said, like, if I'm going to stream a video game, it's probably going to be a horror video game because, like, I like playing those with people. It's like a communal thing. Even going to the theater and seeing a horror movie, like, I love it when the theater's packed, you know what I mean? Because it's like, you're going to get that communal, you know, it's like, oh, we all, we're all in this bitch together. Like, you know, like, we're in this. <laughs> like, And there's something about that that you don't get with a whole lot of other things, you know, and it's dope. Yeah, people are always very supportive, I feel like. Yeah. No, I, I, I've, there's only been one instance of a horror movie going and seeing it that I've just completely soured everything for me. And that was Saul. Oh, because the person who spoiled it on the way yeah because someone spoiled theirs going out on our way in being like oh man they and they looked right at us so they they, they purposely were like i can't believe the guy just laid on the floor the whole time or guy on the floor is the killer the whole time we're like nah that's not that's not it and by the end of it i was like let's go <laughs> let's get the sucks. fuck out of here yeah. but um you know as far as like yeah, I don't know, man. That was that that was it, man. Uh, other than that, they've always been nice. I don't know. Like, I've never really gotten scared at a moment in a theater. That's what I was trying to think about. Like, have I ever gotten like scared at a weird moment that no one else got scared? I guess yeah. that would be kind of embarrassing. I know. Um, you know, with COVID these past couple years and shit, like with, theaters have just kind of been weird. <laughs> like, and I was like one of the only people going when it was open at first. And so it's like I'm constantly just in these theaters by myself. And, uh, you know, a few horror movies came out along the way. And it's like I I hadn't seen a whole lot of horror movies all by myself in a movie theater. That 
shit hits different. Like, you know, especially depending on the movie. Uh, like I saw a quiet place part two. Um, I saw it two times. I saw it once that first time by myself. And that was the first time I got to see it. It was a baller movie, but especially when you're just by yourself in that theater and it's just pin drop silent. Like you don't have nobody else in the theater making rustling noises or nothing. Like it's just fucking silence and you're just in it, dude. Uh, and then like the next day I saw it with a crowd, uh, at the IMAX cause I had like a free pass or whatever. So I went to my sister and it very, just a totally different experience. You know, you get all the, like everybody getting into it like all at once. And sometimes I feel like that almost like watching a comedy with somebody like watching a horror movie with somebody can almost make it scarier sometimes. Like, Oh know? yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like, just like a comedy could be funnier when you're watching it with somebody, but when you're alone, you're like, but of course with horror, you got the opposite effect as well, or it's like, it can be scarier when you're alone. Very true. I think the last movie I saw that generally in a theater that generally scared the shit out of me. And I've probably said this before. has been Amityville horror way back in the day with Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Really? Mm -hmm. That one, it was just, um, because, you know, me and my buddy, we we went and seen it together when we knew it was a horror movie, you know, and we were all about that. But we got really, really stoned on our way there to go see it. And it was just something about like, you know, here's this guy that was in, you know, like waiting and all these funny movies, Van Wilder and all this shit. And he was just so fucking disturbing in that movie. Like, ah, I don't know. I think it was like the part where he's like, I don't know if you've ever watched uh, that remake of it, but he makes this little kid hold, hold a log of wood while he chops it with an ax. Yeah. Oh man. I was like, dude, fuck that. I was like, no, no, I'd be like, I'd get the fuck out of there. That one. Yeah. That one did I, I feel like the last time I was like genuinely like terrified during a movie. Um I mean there have been some where shit just doesn't feel right. And you just like you leave the theater just with an unsettling feeling after what you've just seen. Like now that shit, that I feel like is a true horror. The stuff that just seeps down to your bones and you gotta like shower it off. You're like, oh like goddamn. Like hereditary, when I saw hereditary in theaters, that shit was crazy. Like, you know, it was just one of those movies. There was another one I saw that wasn't even necessarily a horror movie, um, but Annihilation with Natalie Portman. Um fantastic movie but that movie like uh, there's a scene like near the middle that it was just like bone chilling and just you know but these are all movies that more so had moments and like when that movie is over like not a soul in the theater fucking moved a muscle they're all just like what did we just watch like a collective just like mind-blown experience um and we all just had to go home and be like i need a minute like just i don't know what i just saw um but I honestly feel like the last time I like was at a theater and like from start to finish, I just felt genuine terror watching a movie. It was actually this movie called Deliver Us from Evil. Um, and it was about like the cop or whatever, like based on a true story. I think that he was like a cop in Boston or some shit okay. that got wrapped up in some sort of paranormal uh, thing. Uh, there's some, there's just, I, I saw it with Phil and I think his sister and maybe somebody else was with us at the time. But man, it was just an intense fucking movie for whatever reason. Like, I go back and rewatch it, and I'm just like, I don't know what it was about seeing this movie in theaters, but it was a lot. Even I, even I, we left, and I'm like, Phil, let me get one of those cigarettes. I'm like, (laughs) I was stressed to the max. 
Damn. That was, you know. Yeah, you know it's real when you need a cigarette and you don't even smoke. Right. You're like, I don't know what just happened. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Well, I feel like a lot of that shit bleeds over to to real life. Like I was saying about like facing those like monsters and ghosts and shit. Like, like I said, in my teenage years, it was all about ghost hunting, you know, like more so like it, it left the realm of childhood of like the, the monsters possibly being around the corner and shit to like, nah, ghosts are real and we're going to, we're going to go fuck with them. Even though we watch these movies and we know that's a bad idea of, you know, let's go do it anyways. Uh, so we would go to like, you know, abandoned houses and shit like that and just spooky, icky places, <laughs> hang out in cemeteries and I always ghost stories, shit like I, that. I always thought like me and my buddies did the same shit. And I always thought like to me it was more about like questioning mortality and life at that age. And so you're looking for an answer to like, you know, is there an afterlife? You know, maybe if you see a ghost and you know well, shit, man, there's more to this than just this life. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have a classic black and white slash sci-fi favorite? Examples like... Um, I mean, right off the jump, I you know, the first thing that comes to mind is Night of the Living Dead. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to think if there's something else. There's another one that comes to mind, but I don't actually think it's like a black and white movie. Um. I think it's from the seventies. It's called phase four. And, um, I watched it randomly. I think like two Octobers ago for my little Halloween marathon. And, um, it was about ants, but they weren't giant ants. They were regular size ants, but they were like, I don't know if they were from a different planet or some shit, but it was basically just a standoff between these or these ants and these scientists in this bunker it was interesting. I found it to be fascinating. It was a weird little movie. I um I I, I do like Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein. Those are two big classics to me. Um and uh there was a third one, but I can't think of it. Oh, I was gonna oh the old um Twilight Zones. They're oh, all in yes. black and white, and I do yeah. I do love those, and although it's not horror. Another one of my favorite films is the original Day the Earth Stood Still. Um, I do enjoy that one. You know, I actually um, I have a copy of like the the newer one with Keanu Reeves, and it came mm-hmm. with uh, a Blu-ray copy of the original. And I started watching it like years ago, and I and I still want to finish it to this day. I just never got back around to it because I was loving it. I really no, it's it. It, I, it, it's decent, man. I that was a movie. Uh, so when I was in film studies class and that was you know when we got to that area and that that time period that was one of the movies my teacher had his watch and i was like yo i fucking i fuck with this dude i like this movie i think it was the only one in the whole class that was like the, the day the day the earth oh, stood yeah. still and i was like i fucking like this man like this is cool um, I, so. I just like i know there's other ones like but night of the living dead is probably like if i'm just choosing one favorite that's probably it for sure yeah easy easy it's just been very impactful but like yeah the nosferatu is 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 really good too you know but that's just like one of those i know him more from you know like seeing clips 
yeah throughout media and other stuff of of that film than actually watching the actual film. I've kicked around like I've actually not seen a lot of these and the reason why is pretty stupid um because as as you see behind me in my massive movie collection being a movie the movie collector that I am there's always like this blu-ray set of all the classic universal monster movies and I'm always just kind of, I've just been biding my time. I'm just like fishing with it, you know, like I'm just kind of letting the line out, fucking reeling it back in. Cause I'm just like waiting for the time to be right that like, cause they're constantly changing the cases on those things. And I'm just waiting for like a good price, you know, and then I'm going to swoop in, I'm going to get it. And I haven't watched them because I'm like, well, I'm going to buy those, those DVDs. And I haven't fucking done that in like a, a decade of me being like, I'm going to buy these movies. It happens, man. They're pretty good, man. There's some yeah. pretty good old old timey movies. Chinatown is non horror at all, but that was another right. one it's of another my one favorite. I, I need to see. Yeah, bro. The original Chinatown was baller. I, I could I could see myself. I know I, I'm not one to do like YouTube content necessarily, but I could see myself doing the like um, first time watching videos. Like, cause there's a lot of classics that I'd love to get around to watching. It's like, fuck it. If I gotta, you know, make it work with the, with the show, we can do that. There's a lot more modern classics. I, it would be the ones for me. The old timey ones I've watched a lot of. Yeah. But See, the modern ones is like. For me, when I was that 2007, 2008 range, when I got into horror, like that was just the, the age, like where I just got. I was always into movies, but that was the age where I was just a little bit older and I had my own ways of getting them now without, you know, needing my parents to help me like go buy a movie or rent something from the store or something. Um, Cause when we moved to Catlin, there was a video store in town. And I mean, Phil and I spent many summers just walking back and forth. Like we'd go up a few times a day and just get stacks of movies and just watch all sorts of shit. And then the library, I would order, like I would basically just go through lists on the internet of like the, the movies you need to see, like the classics. But I really dove in on horror because, you know, Rob Zombie's Halloween. And then next, one thing led to another where it's like, okay, John Carpenter's Halloween whoa, this is fucking amazing. Like, you know, and then it just one thing after another. And it's like, okay, now I'm watching all the Halloweens. Now I'm watching all the Friday the 13th, the Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I would get all the, the, all the Halloween besides number three horror movies out of the way. And then I'd also start watching like classic dramas and stuff. My cousin got me really into the Oscars and he collects all the movies. So he had a lot of like, you know, classics from all, all, all over time. He has all of them. Uh, and so, I watched a lot with him, but it's like, there's a lot of fucking movies and it, especially at some point within the past 10 years, the production of movies just fucking is like times 10 from what it used to be. And it's like, and that's probably a heavy understatement. Um, but there's just movies being made at such a rapid rate now that I don't know, at some point during that time, I was like watching modern stuff more often. Um, while catching up on all these classics and then at a certain point i just kind of started keeping up with modern stuff because i watch a lot i still do watch a lot of like indie stuff and just shit that like i'll be like yo have you seen this and somebody's like the fuck are you talking about that's not even a real movie well you it's know? it's crazy to think about like you know when you think back at this old-timey movies back then how how less of a population on earth there really was back then 
compared right. to now. So when you're thinking then, and you're thinking like, how do these Humphrey Bogart type guys come out with like eight, nine, ten movies a year, right. you know, type thing? Because you know, back then there was probably like you know maybe five thousand, mm-hmm. you know, in the United States. Compared to now, there's probably what fifty thousand actors in the United States. Right. You know, it, it's crazy to think of that. Uh, that's something I've been thinking recently when it's became like with music and stuff it's like dude you know like man like when i was a kid and you're looking at the music industry and they were talking about man it's a hard industry to break into and this and that i think there's probably about like two thousand five thousand musicians in in the united states at that time now there's probably like seventy five thousand of us out here yeah and it's like god it's the one thing man i just uh so you got to do it for yourself. It's not. It, it seems like it's a saturated market, but it's not. You know, like everybody. We've talked about this before. Everybody wants to be a rock star, or a filmmaker, or an actor, but when they find out what work goes into it, they're like, "Yeah, never mind." You know. <laughs> I like, think I, that. I think that. And like I said, I think. Uh, I think if you just want to do it because you love to do it, it's never going to be a problem. But I also, I also think that maybe we can get to a point where it's like, you know, back, back in my head when it was back in like medieval times when people are just playing music, you know, you're just, there's so many of us. I'm just here playing it. Fuck you guys. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, man. I love it. On the side tangent there. My bad. My bad. Um, I'm just mellowing mellowing out for the monday oh yeah <laughs> hell yeah um i was gonna say something i don't remember i don't remember i don't know oh we you know again got jumping back to that horror kind of leading you to take more risks and and embrace your fears and stuff um i feel like in filmmaking i feel like horror is one of those things that is accessible to a lot of people. Like it's a very entry level genre. I, it can definitely be done wrong, but even if you're doing it bad, like it can still be good. You know what I mean? So it's a great learning ground for a lot of people. And I think that fear of somebody taking that leap into filmmaking, that's like, I don't know if I can do something like this. Like there's something about them doing horror that like, it makes it easier, you know? And again, it's just like it, you're facing this fear by, creating fear and being a part of it like i felt the same way uh when i worked at like a haunted woods you know it's like yeah it's a yeah, little spooky no, for but it, it i don't know it, to me it's all about that controlled environment for for that because you got to think like movies like you know you don't go see you know we don't go see thor you're not going to go see Thor for a controlled environment around superheroes you know what i'm saying right, like right, that's, right, that's right. not why you go see those you go see them to get inspired Hired, motivated, um, you know, that that sort of a right. thing. Whereas if you were feeling down in life and you want to see like the goodness in life, you might go see one of the more sappier movies, one of the more uplifting, has a meaning, has a message, going to make you feel and cry type movies. Right. So so I always thought like horror and, you know, haunted houses and those, those are the same. Like a haunted house is as close to it as you can get as far as like I'm going to face fear head on right here yeah and and know that no matter how scared i get i'll be okay you know yeah 
Yeah. And it's kind of, to me, it's kind of like, you know, an amusement park. You know, when I get on this roller coaster, like, I'm going to move as fast and do flips and be out of control as I can, but it's on a track. It's, it's safe. Yeah. <laughs> I will say there is the other side of the coin that we haven't really talked too much about where um, horror isn't for everybody. Like, you know, it's easy to say like, oh, horror helps with anxiety and fear and all this shit. And I think that's true for a lot of people, but I wouldn't say everybody by any means. Because it's definitely one of those things where, you know, different people are triggered by different things. You know, like some people just straight up can't deal with blood, you know. So that's not helping them with anything. Like they're just like, I can't. I can't do this. And nobody's going to fucking twist your arm and be like, no, you have to do this. This is the only way. Uh, There are plenty of other ways. There are plenty of other genres, you know, where you can escape into and, and make yourself feel better. It doesn't have to be horror. But... You know, there are benefits, benefits to being. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. No, I feel like, yeah, you could probably get the same mental escapisms through like the fantasies, like the Harry Potters and, and, you know, those type of Lords of the Rings and shit like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like because they're going to give you your same, uh, you know, kind of feelings and whatnot. And, you know, I feel that way about like Marvel, you know, for me, it's definitely like an escape. Like I, I told somebody recently, I'm like, I, I think I could tell you more about Marvel like history in the comics than I can like world history, you know, like at this point, it's like, I couldn't tell you the difference. Like <laughs> I just know so much shit that also happened in this universe that doesn't even exist. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's an escape for sure. Oh yeah, man. I, I vibe with that hard. I mean, it is kind of our history when you think about it, though. So you just still know yeah. American history because right, right, right. They, they are a piece. But that that to me, yeah, I go see them for the same reason I read comic books as a child and as an adult um, to just zone out, get to see some heroes save the day. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. Sometimes I'm a fan. You lose. Yeah, yeah, I, I take lessons from it, you know? I'm a fan of the unhappy endings in movies. I don't know. You don't see them too often. Yeah. And I like him when I see him. I'm always like, nice, especially within horror movies, because, you know, horror does try to bring you up at the end of, yeah. you know, oh, these people got out. I, I do. I, I do just like the just yeah. Pivot, pivoting. It ain't, you know, it's another movie. that's not horror. It's not even close. But like with those unhappy endings, uh, the movie Blue Valentine with Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams is like hands down my favorite like romance movie but it's sad as shit it's just sad as shit because it's not a very happy romance movie like it jumps back and forth between like when they're young and their first meeting and all this shit and then like their marriage is basically falling apart and it jumps back and forth between the two and um that was one of the first movies that i had watched where like it was it it was an unhappy ending but it wasn't that like i don't know it wasn't a happy ending but it wasn't necessarily a bad like an unhappy ending because it's ambiguous as fuck it's like they might still get back together but it definitely leans more like "Mm, probably not you know and it's just like one of those like it had such an impact on me and i think it's one of my favorite romance movies because it's always kept me even at my most like hopelessly romantic that movie has always kept me grounded in that way Cause that movie, you know, you get all these other romance films that are 
so fantastical their escapes you know um and then this movie came along with this unhappy ending this realistic portrayal of relationships and all the hard shit that people right. go through and I, it's my favorite because it's like i love the corny shit too where it's like okay this is obviously like i love 500 days of summer but even that has that twinge of reality to it where it's like you might not get the girl that also had a semi unhappy ending where it's like he didn't end up with the girl he was with the whole movie he found somebody else and that was the message and it's like sometimes you need those unhappy endings i feel like yeah you know it really grounds you a little bit it does makes you face your reality a little bit it does it does man and that's that's what i say that's why in a horror movie I like it, man. It, it signifies a bold statement to me too, mm-hmm. because it, it signifies, especially in a horror movie, that you're you're not afraid to not make a sequel. You know, you're you're okay yeah, with this yeah. story ending right here because everybody's fucking dead at the end. Yeah, Fuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that. I think yeah. that's a it's noble. I do. I think it's bold. I think it was a good way to put it because it's yeah. Everybody will leave it. I. Uh, was it last week we were talking did we talk about paranormal activity on the show or was that just elsewhere with dave and alex could have been elsewhere oh it was it was it was elsewhere but we were talking about um how there were alternate endings for paranormal activity when it came out and um the version i saw when i was a kid my uncle had like a burnt copy of it and i watched it over at his house and then you know once it hit theaters and and people were like watching it more and they're like man that ending is so stupid i'm like what are you talking about that ending was rad as hell they're like no it's so dumb that's such a dumb ending uh and i'm like what do you like what about it is stupid it's like all she does is like kill dude and then come upstairs and then just like go raw into the camera and then it's like over i'm like what i'm like that's not what happened at all like i'm like confused as hell because the ending I got was like, finita. it was done. It was like, it was, there ain't going to be no sequel. And if there is, it's not with these people. Um, and I loved it. Like, that's what made me fall. I, I'm, Paranormal Activity is definitely one of my guilty pleasure franchises to this day. But that ending, that first time I saw Paranormal Activity with that alternate ending, I was like, yo, that's rad. Because it was like, she goes downstairs, kills dude, comes back, spoilers, whatever. We've done that for a lot of movies today, but they're all old. I hate to be that person, but here we are. But uh, she comes back upstairs after killing dude and then just is like swaying back and forth like she does as the time lapses, sitting next to the bed, all possessed and shit. Then like the friend comes home and then discovers the body downstairs. It's like, ah, fucking takes off, time lapses. And then the cops show up and they come up the stairs and she's like coming out of it just as the cops are coming up the stairs she's still got this knife in her hand she's like where's mika where's mika and they're like ma'am put down the knife and then that door like at the end of the hallway that's always slamming during the movie like fucking the demon like slams that shit shut and uh hey that's true easter sunday a horror story with a happy ending very that's true very happy hoppy ending very hoppy ending but yeah, I just rocked with that ending so much more. It was very like final. It was very intense. So I was like, damn, like that's crazy. This demon literally was like, fuck it, well, I'm gonna kill everybody. You know? And I thought that was rad. But it stuck with me a lot longer. But you know, that, there is something to happy endings in a horror movie as well. Cause that's also eh, I, I was gonna say rare, 
but it's like because you get your fake happy endings you know right, where it's like yeah. oh everything's good and then jason jumps out of the lake and fucking or is in, it you know? or is it dun, dun, dun. no i know that's what i'm saying yeah it's it, it is and it's a nice payoff i i like the stories that have a complete close mm-hmm. and then you know it is but i do like the ones like i did like halloween how it just uh the rob zombie one how that first one just kind of ended you yeah. know it's just like done yeah and you're like oh okay oh shit <laughs> okay yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so it's an interesting genre um a beautiful genre if i may myself it is it can be very beautiful you know horror you know i i actually um saw texas chainsaw massacre for the first time like a couple of years ago and that was one of my first thoughts about the movie is nobody ever talks about how fucking gorgeous this movie is like it's beautiful like the way it's shot and it's just a gorgeous gorgeous movie um but that's not the depiction I've been given over the years, you know, of when you just hear people talk about it and shit like that. Man cat. That's also that's also true. If you haven't seen Man Cats, I highly suggest everybody goes out and searches it right now. Man Cats, a camp nostalgic. Man Cats. It'll be worth it. Dave makes his jokes, but I think it deserves to go viral. <laughs> Honestly. Have you seen it, Shep? I don't believe so. I'll have gonna, to go look it up. We're going to have to hook you up with that. Yeah. Because I'm down to watch it. But I wanted to give a special shout out to Leprechaun because that was one of my faves also growing up. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I think it's because it got, you know, you can tell they really wanted to make like a serious movie with the first one. Yeah. And then they're like, fuck it. Who gives Fuck a it. shit? Do whatever you fucking... That's just how I feel like. Is this a guy at his desk just very overworked and someone came in and was like, sir, the new lep... And he's just like, do whatever the fuck they feel. Do whatever you feel like. Get out of my mm-hmm. office. All right, okay. <laughs> okay. And he's going to the hood. <laughs> yeah, all right. He looks down at the script. Right. Well, I guess he's going to the hood. I guess he's going to space. I guess we're I going guess... back to the hood. Right. So nice. <laughs> they visited twice. I'd like to know where Leprechaun's at these days. I feel like he's back to the hood for the third time. Let's make it right now. Let's let's make it happen. I saw the guy that plays the Leprechaun is in a new show, so I know he's still out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And for he's sure. still he's still acting. He's still well, they kicking. replaced him with uh, some new guy. They did the Leprechaun Origins. I haven't even seen that one. It was a new guy. Yeah, I don't like that. It was a WWE person, if I'm not mistaken. Ew. Yeah, I, I just thought I thought they were like creature monster That's leprechauns. <laughs> I, I th- hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> we got five minutes left. Uh, wrestling has been very interesting this past two weeks, my guy. Uh, I don't know if the Chase and Shep uh, universe out there is uh, very keen to the wrestling, keen to the wrestling business. But I don't know why that's doing that. But uh, doing what? I, I hear like a like that old sound before somebody would call and you had speakers on. You know what I'm saying? And you'd have like a little rustling, little electric noise, and then you'd get yeah. like a call or something. I just heard that over my headphones. But um, uh, this dude MJF man Maxwell Jacob Friedman, uh, just causing a big riff in the in the wrestling community right now. Everybody can't tell if it's a work or a shoot, or if they've shot themselves into a work, or if they're working on a shoot that's 
uh, shooting off into a work. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, everybody thought they were blending reality with a, a wrestling storyline. And now it just looks like maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm interested, though. I'm sports entertained. I, I I can't figure it out. Dylan Postal? Postal? I don't know. He's, he's a little dude. Hornswoggle? Was that? Oh, Hor- yeah. Hornswoggle? Yeah, okay. He plays. He played an actual leprechaun? Yeah, in Leprechaun Origins. I'm pretty sure that shit was produced by the WWE. It was, but I thought, like, when I saw the, the preview, I thought they was, like, creature leprechauns. And I was like, well, that's dumb. So that's even dumber. <laughs> it's even dumber. Uh, I feel like they tried to go back and make it serious again. Only Chucky can do that. Nobody else can do that. And you know why? Because Chucky's the only motherfucker who's kept it consistent. It's the same storyline, even right fucking now. There's no retconning. There's no rebooting. There's just fucking forward <laughs> as far mm-hmm. as the eye can see. They're like, fuck it. We, we trudge forward. I'm hyped for season two in October. It's become one of my favorites. Hey, there's everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the alpha raid just post. as we i guess monday mondays are about to get a lot longer that's, that's how it's starting to feel yeah i'm with that maybe, maybe up, we need up? to move our time the raids no what up 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 <laughs> what up thanks for coming back everybody for those of you coming back Thanks for joining us for the first time. For those of you joining for the first time. The Thanos. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. We got the Thanos. Hi, hello. Hello, Chase and Chef. How's it going? It is going good. Hello. Hello. Going pretty good. I don't know if it's raining yet. It doesn't look like it, man. It's supposed to storm. It definitely Um, looks like it's going to storm. It needs to, man. I've been I've been itching for a thunderstorm today. Oh, it's gonna happen. Been itching bad for it's a gonna thunderstorm. Happen. It's gonna happen. That's so funny to watch. The, the, the numbers just fucking bounce up, bounce up. That How deserves you guys another Thanos, I think. Another, yeah. If you got it there, there. Oh, oh snap! No snap! Oh snap! We've been uh, talking horror horrors all day. We've been talking horror for an hour. I meant horror, 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 horror. Uh, we've mostly been talking. Jeez. Sheesh, we've been talking horror movies uh, so far. But we can pivot to games now that everybody just got here from Twitch because I know a lot of you uh, are horror streamers. Um, I know Shep and I. I don't know how many people you checked out, Shep. I've so I've been talking horror three hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you can never talk. Wait, is too that a long challenge? Long. Are we going toe to toe? Do we have to go for four hours? <laughs> um, oh, three more hours. <laughs> we got this. We got this. I mean, hell, we've done hours and hours worth of content just on horror alone. So I think That's we could true. manage three more hours. You know. Um. Yeah, we've checked out some of your stuff since last week, Alpha. I. 
Uh, uh, Alpha, I, we listened to the podcast, really enjoyed it. Um, we're set, grab your popcorn. <laughs> the fourth hour of horror starts now. Yes, that, that's funny. Um, horror games are a whole other beast, man. You know, I think we mentioned that last week, but that seems to be the only thing. Like I said, the movies haven't really, I mean, they haven't scared me in decade now, I feel like, but the games on another hand, that's a whole different ballpark. I when you're, that. you're in control. Oh man. It freaks me. Like I, I, and it's funny cause I'll always buy them. Like I'll always buy them. And I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna play the shit out of this. And then I like boot it up. I play like five minutes. I'm like, Nope, I can't, I cannot do this. Um, I think, uh, I don't even think she was paying attention to me, but I was playing dying light not too long ago. Uh, and Belle's sitting there right next to me and I just keep fucking like, Oh man. Oh, ooh, Oh, like I've just moved so much when I play horror games, like especially when, well, evil dead was fucking me up the other day. It was it just getting to me, man. Like because they're whenever so they silent charge when they you, run up on you. Whenever they charge you, the ones that fucking charge you, there's just one dude that he's just I couldn't run fast enough to get away from them. And it was like, yeah, anxiety all over the place. Yeah. Oh, it's I hate it when it's chasing you down and you just feel like you're gonna get got, you know. But have you ever played um Outlast? Uh, Outlast? I um didn't. I I well I played it, I just didn't outlast the game uh alien isolation i that was one i think i bought it and i never got the chance to play it like properly because i was thinking about that recently i don't know if you know anything about that ship but it's like i had a playstation camera at the time right and it like will listen to you and the alien will track you uh when you make noise and stuff like in real life and shit so there's that extra element of uh that's like, oh man. I have no problems with games where I can fight back. If I can fight back, or there's, a... I agree. You oh, there you go. It is, man. Outlast was terrifying, and they just run at you, and then you had to hide under a bed or something. And it's like, yeah. that's all I can do. <laughs> when I, I start I, playing that, I'm like, this is I it. I agree with uh, Delupa there. That uh, sh- I mean, if I can't fight back, that's why Outlast was the one with the the flashlight, right? It's like here's a flashlight. Have fun. Here's the ca- the camera. You turn the yeah. Ca- you can turn your camera way, on. Or it's some fucked. Shit. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know why anybody would put themselves through that. It's just oh my god, the stress. Well, that I'm thinking about it. I'm having some of the some of the shit the the little demon people would say to you in that game was just out there, man. Like I like there's two of them, and I swear I was like yes, um, I think because I know I tried one with just a. Uh, it was just like a flashlight too, I think. Oh, I've played a few of them. I forget yeah. the one back in the day that I played like way, way, way back in the day. I'm talking PlayStation two. It was like you had a, it was, it was like a from like Japan, I think. And you, it was like, you had to take pictures of the ghost and shit like that. Oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I really, I really like that game. Although I can't, remember its name <laughs> spooky i still have blair witch just sitting there. blair witch was the game i considered streaming because like for me if i'm gonna play a horror game i want people in the room with me like that's the best way to, to play in my opinion so I, that's why i always thought streaming horror video games like would be 
good because it's like you got people, you know, like you're doing it together and it's like, you're not just alone, uh, going through that. So I might have to do that for, for Blair, Witch. I just couldn't figure Blair, Witch out. So I gave up. That's the spirit. I mean, what can you do? Y'all are far, far braver than I, because I mean, like, I don't know. It's it's a love hate relationship. I love horror video games, but my God, they pucker my asshole. It really just <laughs> freaks me out sometimes, man. Too much. Uh, Resident Evil Seven. Fatal Frame. Fatal Frame. Yeah, Pudgy. That's right. Pudgy with the assist. My man. Fatal Frame. I believe that is it. And that was really good. It is. That was a really that was a really solid that was a really solid game back in the day. You took the pictures of the ghosts. I'm scared all the time, but the views love it. I mean, <laughs> sure, people people love to see people be scared. I was talking earlier about working at a haunted woods, and that was one of the most fun. I I'd never actually been to a haunted house before, but I worked at this one, and it like scaring people man it's just something about it like being on the other end of it it's like where you're because i'm a big dude and i would just like literally i would have an orange jumpsuit on i'd take a bottle of fake blood and just pour it my head was shaved at the time and i had a beard going on i just pour all this blood on my head and uh i i i can get real small and just kind of fucking sneak around but i scared the shit out of some people and it was a good time it was a good time it's always fun to see that fun and excitement of of all that with like people in real time but ghost home exists right do you want us to say no is that because i can't i can't i've seen a few that would probably be kind of upset if i said that they yeah didn't, right i've experienced too much <laughs> ghosts are ghosts are real lupa sorry please say no or they're not real if you don't want them to be the scariest thing is that we all have a spooky skeleton inside us right now. Right. Just, <laughs> just waiting, waiting to dance, you know, just, just waiting to get out. As far as I know, that's what spooky skeletons do. They like to dance. Um, but yeah, no, I think the ghosts are real for sure. I don't know if they're the, like the torment of souls um type ghost but i do think they are like the energy we leave behind for sure i feel that yeah i feel that so i don't yeah. know i'm not i've never i'm not smart enough i've just seen them right but i'm not I smart just, enough i just, to be I like, just know what i've experienced that's it you know well I, I like it we had our tiff last summer with the explosion that scared the <laughs> shit out of me I think that was the last time I got very, very How do you scared. protect yourself from them then? Um, I mean, if they're chill, you know, what's what's to protect yourself from? You, you think, think they're, they're, you think they're a horny ghost? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, probably. You know, probably. <laughs> Why wouldn't there be? I don't know, though, because if ghosts can't feel, then they wouldn't feel horny. But That's, that's fair. That's a valid point. I mean, like, like, think of, like, Gerald's game. Have you seen Gerald's game? Like, that dude died, like, mid-sex. So he might have died and became a horny ghost. It's maybe. possible. It's very possible. If that's your... <laughs> if, if that's your stick. But uh, to get rid of but, ghosts. Now, um, hold Back on. to that. If they're chill, all good. But they there aren't chill ghosts, right? That's wrong. 
Casper is a friendly ghost. He's the chillest ghost there is, I think. Um, you got to get Sage. And Sage gets rid of the bad spirits. Um, and just going off the knowledge from the, a circle of salt, he keeps the bad spirits out. Right, from your dad's old witch girlfriend. <laughs> all that all that knowledge coming in handy. She would tell me some she would tell me some fucked up shit when I was a kid. Sage and salt, but bada boom. What are you saying right there? Sage and salt. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying all ghosts are chill? If you need them to be. So if you believe they're chill, they'll be chill. If they're if they're not chill, it's probably a demon. One of the times um I seen a ghost. <laughs> Uh, it was down in the cemetery. Uh, the whole story of the cemetery was that a guy burnt down this church and the cemetery was these people from this church. And you can see a ghost if you go down there. So we went down there with a Ouija board one night and we went under this uh, this tree that we kept seeing a ghost peek out from behind like she was playing hide and seek. And when me and my friend used the Ouija board, now there was no um, wind blowing at all that night, but the tree branch above us, when it started moving, the little pallet started bobbing up and down. So we told the ghost, Hey, we're not here for any harm. And the ghost just spelled, get out. Um, I wanted to stay personally. I thought it was about to get real lit. Um, my friends were all like, let's go, let's get out of here. Um, so we left cool ghosts if they're dripped out. And, uh, one of the girls that was with us, um, she started screaming on her way out and we were like, yo, what's going on? And she had a, she had like a tube top thing and like a little sweater on over it. And she took the sweater down and she had a fresh claw mark down her back. Um, so yeah, there are definitely some not chill ghosts out there. Yeah. But I, I would just like to say for the record that I don't condone the story that was just told. I mean, you lost me at Ouija board. You told me the story before, and I still don't condone this story. It's I got a Ouija board hanging on my bedroom wall. So I mean, if, if they can come get um, possessed, then come on over. So you're telling me everyone who just said the ghosts are real every day you surround yourself with sage and salt before going to bed. You put a circle of salt around your bed. Um, some people, if you're that worried I'm about it, talking because actually I do. He's got some sage and salt on hand. Speak this, but the ones that don't right have here. reason to direct won't. Why mess with them? You know, I had a friend who would fuck with ghosts like that. Like he'd talk a lot of shit at ghosts. Um, he'd he'd tell me one story. He told like he'd wake up in the middle of the night and all this like kooky shit would be happening in his house, and um, he would like get mad at him. He'd get mad at the ghosts, and he told us like a few of these stories. And you know, who's to say if any of it's true or not? But uh, <laughs> that's a big point. Um, but uh, damn, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, like he told us this story one time where he's like, he heard this noise and he, he his bedroom was like the basement of their house and they had like drop down ceilings and um, there were like mousetraps along the ceiling. And he's like, he could feel something fucking there. And he's like, I just want to go to sleep. Like, leave me the fuck alone. And then the mousetraps started going off, like from one end of the room, like towards him. And uh, he would just like talk mad shit at these ghosts all the time. Like he was just irritated with it. Like he was just one of those people who's like, I don't care. Like go haunt somebody else. Like I'm trying to sleep. Like he's just one of those dudes. No, and we weren't there to um, mess with the ghost or nothing. We were more so there just, uh, we were talking about that a little bit ago. Um, 
you know, just, the monsters. not the just, others. just questioning mortality and stuff, seeing if it's real, oh, yeah, yeah. getting, you know, something from the other side to interact, then maybe, you know, there's more to life than just this mortal meat shell we've got type thing. Um, we weren't trying to mess like we didn't touch anything or destroy anything. We were really big on that. We didn't want to like ups, ups, upset the right. environment, I guess would be a good way to say it. We were just there to observe. That was one of the first things we always told the ghost. And when we told that ghost, hey, we're just here to observe, not mess with anything. Like I said, it just spelled get out. All right. <laughs> hey, you know, when you got to go, you got to go. But on the on the flip side of that, um, you know, at my friend's house, we also talked to another ghost who was very friendly and was like, you guys seem like really cool. And we were like, can you show yourself to us? And it was like, yeah. And like two weeks later, we saw the ghost in his living room and we we're like, oh shit, we just saw a ghost. Like, okay. Like, and, and, and that was as far as that went. Just like very, very chill. Very nice. He asked us to play music. We did type thing. So I don't know. I don't, Take- I don't condone the old Ouija. I mean, you know, some sometimes you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Question it. That's true. Like I said, I feel like a ghost, especially like the ones that are more like a real scary looking thing or something spooky, is like they died from a traumatic experience somewhere, and that's like their yeah. energy's been left behind from that in that specific place. So I, I think, yeah, if you if you swayed away from that, you're, you're pretty good. Like, you know, there's like a very haunted. It's been on the, the, the Ghost Adventure show Insane Asylum, like 25, 30 miles um, from me here. Mm-hmm. I don't go there because they're like, yo, it's demonic, you know. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah, if you stay away, it's not like they're going to float over here and, and get. I mean, but they can because, like I said, I got the Ouija on the wall. It's not open, but I'm sure they can figure out a way. Oh, they'll figure out a way. Crawl on in here. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. But I feel like that always carries over. It's like the real life and like the skits we make. Because when we did like the summer camp thing, it's like, I'm the one that's like, let's get the book. Let's yeah. let's read from the book, you know, type of thing. And you're like, no, 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 no. Like, no, yeah, no. let's not do that. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's, that's the spitting image of real life. Because, yeah, I am the type that's like, Let's try that out, though. Like, well, you know, know. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> well, it's it's irrelevant. Like, it's irrelevant to the conversation. I go into like the Evil Dead show where, you know, he's like, let me summon a demon to teach me how to get all these demons back in the book type of thing. It's like it's almost kind of like uh, Talladega Nights where he's like, throw me that knife so I can get this knife out of my leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. It's, you know, it's fun. What is, you know, life is about exploring and adventures. And like that is like you know, the only sort of exploring and adventure like left for me. And it's how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about movies and video games, but another, and even music, but another form of horror that I really enjoy is, uh, is books. Um, cause again, it's like, just like video games, just like movies, like it, it differs, like it, the, the horror element of it is different. And like, I don't know, there's something like, I've read a few books for sure where I just like 
I'm in it, you know, like, I'm just like, oh shit. Like, I'm just like turning the pages and it's so much more like exorcist. The book to me, like scared the shit out of me. Like it was just terrifying, like reading it. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, books, we support reading. I would happily, if somebody's like, you want to be on like the read posters in libraries, I'd be like, fuck yes. Hook Chase and Shep up with that. Like, let's, <laughs> anybody trying to be sponsored by the library system? Cause I'm out here trying. No, I mean, I've books. always, especially. We'll, we'll the, do it for library of madness. We'll have like a whole push. Well, like the, um, yeah, the, inter- the music, yeah. I, the music I grew up on was always real knowledge pushing, especially like the old hip hop of the nineties, really gain knowledge, read books type of thing. And I yeah, always yeah. loved it. So I I'm trying to get back into reading books now I more than I have. I'll fight a ghost. I ain't scared to throw hands on a see-through biatch. Hey, I've watched the go. I've watched the ghostbusters more times than I can count. So I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I got this. I got it. How do you how do you fight a ghost? Um, plasma packs. Yeah, let's get a plasma pack. Yeah, plasma um, packs. Vacuum cleaners have been known to do the job. No, but honestly, if you had a ghost in your house and you wanted to get rid of it, the first thing I would honestly tell somebody to do is like burn sage, for sure. Um. There's gotta be, <laughs> and see, here's my, uh, here's my evil deadness in me. Uh, it, there's gotta be some sort of witch's spell that you can do to like banish evil spirits right. and stuff. I know there's, I know there's things you can do and put above your doorways and stuff like that and windows. Um, and then, yeah, I'd say like your OGs, salt, holy water. Uh, did you change the logo to something different? <laughs> it wasn't anything. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was Spider-Man. I was like, swing. Are we swinging ideas right through right now? Like we're swinging our ideas through here right now. How to get ghost out of here. Um, swinging an idea in at you. Um, that's what I do. Yeah. The holy water has got to do the trick. Oh God. Where's this going? Where's My grandma taught me an old technique. technique exorcisms work pagan spells it just depends it just depends really it does i would more i would more so um yes that's probably a fact that 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 would be your easiest bet is to be friend with the witch and just be like you know low-key you know i feel like you know zombies have had a big moment and like vampires and shit in horror um but i'm a big fan of witches like in horror movies are all sorts of different versions of Oh God! Well, it was a pillowcase and a dresser works for ghosts and birds. <laughs> God. I've always been oh, um, like I, I've I've wanted to see more of the um, like in dra- drag you to hell that like the gypsy type of witch that like gives you like some just whispers some sort of little curse as yeah, you walk yeah. by and you're just yeah. fucked. You're just fucked. Um. Gela gave me a comic not too long ago called Witches, but it's spelled with a Y. Um, and the witches are not witches as we know them. They're like these real fucked up, scary, like tree creature things. And uh, that's just another one to add to the list of different types of witches. Like it's, it was scary shit. It was, it was a great comic. 
but again, that's going going back to books and stuff. Like comic books have been rad. Just I don't find those quite as scary, but like the imagery sometimes can just be like, oh shit. Or warlocks. We got to give love to warlocks, warlocks which is which are man witches. Man or, witches. Or, or, oh, oh, man witch. A man witch is a warlock. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> a man witch. I, I mean, a man witch is a warlock. Um, Any wholesome witches? Any wholesome witches in the house? I dabble. I got some moon water back here. I got I got my stuff over here. Just look on TikTok. There you go. That's that true. true. You can find witch talk is a big thing at the moment. That's interesting. It probably is. I, I noticed. Imagine an old cursed hag coming into Radio Shack back in the day and just putting a curse on me because I can't get her to understand how a Roku works. <laughs> There you go. That's a movie. Book it. Uh, but yeah, TikTok is interesting where they have their different subsets of everything. And if you like too much shit, um, you'll you'll just be there. And, you can't just get be, out. and now you are TikTok. Yeah. No, it's the truth. It's like uh, I remember big time that happening. I feel that. Um, yeah. And animals for sure. For sure. Do protect you. I, I agree. Uh but like, I remember like going through a breakup and I was using TikTok and liking, you know, like a lot of breakup stuff. And then you just get stuck in, in depressed, sad boy breakup, TikTok. Man. Yeah. Sad talk. I think it's called. Sad, sad talk. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what it's called. And you get stuck there and then it sucks. And you're like, dude, TikTok's not fun. Two dogs. There you go. There you Shout go. outs to the dogs. They, they are. I think animals see, um, the unknown you know what i'm saying yeah like i've I'm, when i had a cat growing up it's like she'd be like dancing around looking at something it's like what the hell are you looking at sniffles and uh probably some sort of little ghost <laughs> hold up <laughs> you channeled breakup energy into tiktok that's what you chose to do i wrote a whole movie does. after a breakup you fucking what everybody just does. went to tiktok I went to TikTok with it. <laughs> you know, they had some good stuff on there. Oh, See right there. Right. Look at the comment be below hand that you didn't what? post it. There. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, and nobody will ever it. see it, Shep. <laughs> we did it again. See, there you go. Sad talk is a thing. It's a That's, thing. You know what, though? That's right, Randy. Can't be healthy, right? Very not mental health Monday energy there. No. But technically, it's Mellow Monday. Now. I'm pretty much. I'm pretty sure but that ain't Mellow before. either. That was before Mental Health Monday was a thing. So those were my stepping stones of lessons that led me on the path to where we are sitting right now today. <laughs> That's right. So there wouldn't be all this improvement if there's nothing to improve on, you know? Yeah. I got to get my heart broken to, to take a level up. That's right. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> right. But yeah, I don't know. Um, TikTok's interesting. Uh, definitely befriend witches and warlocks. Um, there are definitely good ones out there. Yeah. Are we wrapping up? Is that what's happening right now? I don't know. <laughs> sounds feels like, like that. It feels sounds like, like that. It sounds like we're wrapping up. It feels like what's happening. We've talked about a lot today. We sometimes, really sometimes dreams can uh, cure you of your scared horror movies. Um. It definitely can. Yes, TikTok yes, can have very, very, TikTok does have very good information on it. It's just like pretty much any 
um, social media these days. You're going to find your toxicness on there, um, but it also does have some clutch stuff on there. I mean, that's been Mellow Monday all, all day today. The topic has been horror on Mellow Monday. Horror and, and mental health. How the two can go hand in hand. Horror in life, bud. Horror, horror in life. Pretty Ooh. much. Ooh. But uh, no, yeah, we were actually doing yeah. that at the at the arcade yesterday. Oh, snap. Um, we were using uh, a TikTok hack to rig the machines for tickets. Yeah, I, those tickets. Hacks, man, they're everywhere. They do come in handy. Like, I can't even hate on it. You know what I mean? Like, they really do come in handy sometimes. People will hit me with something. And like, yeah. I, want, I want to hate it, but I'm like, damn. One, one game that I would recommend to any of you guys uh, who haven't played it is Sea of Solitude. Uh, that's a good one that blends, like, horror with mental health. I played that in one sitting, like, a few weeks ago. I loved it. What's the is visage is that? What's the That's, one where it's like every room you walk into is different? You can't walk backwards. I have no idea. It was like a weird trapped in a painting. Yeah, see, is it? It's a good game. It's like every now and then you'd come up to a spot where the painting would be like more done up. I don't know. I don't know what it was called, but that I one was like. like kind of know what you're talking about i am hyped as hell for uh they just dropped the trailer for the resident evil 4 remake so i'm here for that that's my favorite um and little nightmares is one that i do like too that was one of my faves phasmophobia yeah we got a big phasmophobia crowd here i've never i've never tried it It, i i watched um i think alpha streaming it and i was like nope not for me not on my own time. That's shit. I, I looked into it. I just don't know if my computer will let me like run on Steam games. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, it I don't know. Suck. I don't know either. I got a Mac, so I don't know what that does for me in gaming. Probably not much. So I've got a to go. HP. This is just making me want to play games. <laughs> I've I've been jonesing for horror movies lately. I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm in the mood. But I feel like I'm just kind of like I'm holding off so I can just let loose in a few months. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of wrapping it back around to what we were talking about at the beginning. Is uh, It's a good controlled environment for fear. It is, these, yeah. These well, all that kind of stuff is you can turn it off if you get too scared. You know, if you're in a movie, you can walk out if you get too scared. If you're reading yeah. a book, you can put it down if you get too scared. A lot of it is is that is is getting to experience that part of life without mm-hmm. fucking going out and hitchhiking and having some crazy person pick you up and yeah. experiencing it that way because that's not cool. Yeah, that's not <laughs> the ideal scenario. Nah, but uh, all right, let's. Let's close it out here. Final thoughts for a Mellow Monday. Uh, we, for those of you that missed it at the beginning, Mellow Monday uh, is is the rebrand of Mental Health Monday. We're still talking mental health, um, but now we're not uh, put in that box. We, we, we can now talk about broader topics. We'll have more guests on uh, hopefully soon. Um, and thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for joining us for thanks sure. Thanks for returning for all of you people who returned from last week. Um, 
And yeah, my final thought is like, you know, like I said earlier, horror is a good escape. Um, there's many escapes for different reasons, but if it for you is like it is for me and it's just, you know, a nice little world, enjoy it. Enjoy yeah. it and love it. Embrace it. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Horror can be good for you. That's my closing thought. A little bit of horror can go a long way. I can't wait till Halloween. That's We're true. under 150 days, baby. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. And of course, because shameless plug, if you haven't watched Chase and Shep's Summer Camp of Horrors, you can go to chaseandshep.com and find that. Watch our own horror show. And go check out all the merch and all that. Easter Sunday, all of our horror stuff that we've done. Yeah. Um, shameless, shameless plug. Sheesh. What a shameless plug. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can check out the merch, all that. Love you guys to death. Dun, dun, dun. Love you too, bud. Much love, love to too, everybody. Bud. Yeah, much love to everybody, guys. Thanks for joining us on the stream tonight. Uh, it's been real fun talking horror movies and stuff. The imaginary friends we talked about. Uh, a lot of a lot of good shit. Hell yeah! Started playing horror games. I've learned so much about myself and what I can tolerate. So That's glad cool. I found you. So glad you found us. We're always happy to have uh, more followers. Like we said, we've got tons of backlog stuff, scripted content. Uh, you can go check that out at our YouTube. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, everybody have a fantastic day. Sheppy, you want to spin that music? Yeah, y'all have a great week. Smooches and deuces, ladies and gentlemen.